What's up, guys? This is Justin Devonshire with the Fitness Business Blueprint Podcast, the real, raw, relevant, uncut podcast coming to you with 20-minute sound bites that you can apply in your business. I'm going to talk about uh, eliminating overwhelm today and I'm going to talk about exactly what you should focus on for the best results if you've just opened a new facility or if you've just kind of set up Uh, Or if you're just kind of overwhelmed with things and you've been running a while, this is going to help you get back to basics and uh, get focused and and get your priorities in order so you can make more revenue, make more profits, and hopefully cut your workload at the same time. So it's uh, beautiful weather here in Paphos, Cyprus, where I've been living the last seven years after I moved out of the UK. And... um, actually just opened a brand new fitness studio here um, on the island. Uh, We opened a couple of weeks ago um, working with a couple of trainers who are mostly working um, kind of in the business and I help them mostly working on the business. And we were talking the other day, we've just kind of launched, it's been a little bit of a flurry getting people in for our program and uh, one of the coaches just expressed to me that you know, he said, there's, there's so many things that we, we want to do and there's so many opportunities we have. And he just asked, like, where do we start? You know, how do we get our priorities in order to successfully grow the business, um, making, you know, making money now as soon as possible, uh, enough money to cover our costs, to pay everybody and also to put profit in the bank? How do we do that immediately? and also then make it sustainable and and build in next steps for the long term. So I thought I would answer this for you guys um, just the same way I answered it uh, for for our team here in in Paphos and Cyprus. So uh, it's definitely a great, there's so much value contained in that question. I always say that wisdom is not getting better answers. Wisdom is asking better questions. And that shows wisdom in that question right there because the context of it is superb where the question deals with what do we do in the short term and in the long term that's how you've got to think as a business owner you've got to think about things that are you know the immediate priority of now of covering costs and making profit now you've also got to think about the long term about creating pipelines and continual flows of momentum and growth and being able to you know, keep growing the company, but also keep it profitable and manageable and sustainable. So here are the uh, priorities I would look at. The simplest way to think about business is to think that business is really just about people and relationships. It's just relationships with people, that's all it is. So if we start breaking down the types of people or the groups of people that are involved with our business, and then prioritize those relationships, that really helps you get on a very good path. And this, this is a very simplistic view, I know. You, you know, some major business analyst could probably poke a million holes in this, but it's a starting point to keep things simple. So I would look at the uh, four main types of relationships, okay? The four groups of people and make sure every day you're prioritizing all of them. Okay, we might even go into five, right? So let's just see how it goes. Um, Number one, the first priority in business for the short term and the long term 
is you. You, the company owner, okay? And yeah, actually we'll go beyond four, okay? This will make sense. So number one is you, right? You have to work on you and prioritize you every single day. This is because you are the company owner. It's because it's why you're doing this in the first place. (laughs) It's because you are probably the most valuable employee the company has as well. And also it's because it makes also makes sense because prioritizing you is is a short-term benefit, but also a long-term benefit, right? Because we need you to be have have the energy and the focus to act today on what needs to be acted on. And you also need to develop yourself so you grow your consciousness, you grow as a person, you become more emotionally resilient, so that in the future, you'll be able to to keep up with the responsibilities of business as it grows and grows. Because remember, how you're doing things today won't be the way things are done in a year from now if you're pushing forward. If your business is growing successfully, then <laughs> the cost of success is, is constant change. If things are exactly the same for you in a year from now, it means you haven't grown, right? So growth equals change, and you have to realize that. So... We need you to act on what you know now, but we also need you to develop for the future. So number one is you. Prioritize yourself, and you do that by uh, you know, taking time in the morning for yourself. Take at least an hour or two before you do any work-related stuff or before you work on any other groups of people we're going to talk about. Take time for you. Do your journaling, meditate, go to the gym, have a good breakfast. Do whatever it is that you love to do first thing in the morning that kind of puts you in a good state. Put work to the side. As hard as that will be in the, in the, in the beginning, you want to cultivate this habit to know that you are separate from the business and the business is there to serve your lifestyle. But if you don't put your lifestyle and your, how good you feel first in the day, then it's never going to happen. We keep saying like someday, when this much money is there, when the business is doing this amount of money, then I'll take an hour of myself each day and that will never happen. So prioritize that now so that you start building the business around um, that lifestyle. Even if your quote lifestyle means you just get an hour right now to be with you. Um, and, and, and I should have mentioned by, by you, I also mean by extension, your family and loved ones. So, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, kick your family and kids out of the house so you can meditate. I mean, if an hour, first hour of the day means you get to spend time with them, with your partner, with your kids, with your family, with parents, um, that's that's what you do here. Take time for you as well. Obviously, everyone needs alone time. Even if you love your family to death, you still need, you know, at least half an hour of alone time to process thoughts and things like that. So that's the first step. Take time with you and your family and do that stuff um, if it's not in the morning, the morning is best, but if not, if you really can't do that for some reason, because maybe you start work at, you know, 6am doing sessions uh, and your family is still in bed, then make sure you schedule an hour at least with them in the day. You schedule it on your calendar and you force yourself to do it. And in that time, you do nothing else. You put your phone away, you put your laptop away. You do not respond to any calls. You are with your family or with yourself in that one hour, at least one hour a day. Everyone can do that. Secondly, once you've done that, second prioritization uh, when it comes to after you and your family is gonna be your team. 
So if you work with someone right now, even if it's a small team, even if it's just one one apprentice coach or uh, whoever it might be, your team, your next priority, because they also help you in the immediate and the long term. And, you know, if you don't have a team yet, if it's just you, then you want to be focusing on building systems. So doc, if you're doing all the work right now, then you want to be focusing some time every day to developing systems by documenting what you do. So if you're doing your workouts every day, then, you know, record a workout or start writing on paper or, or you know, online how your workouts structured. What would your workout operations manual look like if you had to hand it over to a new coach tomorrow? If they had to read only a booklet to get it right, what would you write in that booklet for them as a training manual? Okay. If you do have a team though, then you want to be still building systems. Uh, but if I have a team, you want to be, first of all, developing them. You want to be making sure that they're enrolled and they're re-enrolled in the vision of the company and they know the core values and you're teaching them to be leaders and you're uh, teaching them to develop themselves personally. So, And the same principle applies. The best thing you can do is tell your team to go and take an hour a day for themselves or kick off their day with an hour for themselves. But again, if you want them to do that, because that'll that'll make sure they're at their best, then it means that you have to lead by example and you have to do it too. Otherwise, you can't speak with integrity about doing that, can you? So this is why you see this has it starts having a knock-on positive effect. So, you know, teach your team about personal development and teach them how you develop yourself and how you prioritize yourself as well. Because if everyone prioritizes themselves, ironically, the business will get better because all of the people in the business are better. This goes for any relationship, right? Uh, So develop your people. Make sure they're learning, they're getting 1% better. Make sure you're reviewing their progress. Make sure that you have, you know, you're systematically helping them get where they want to be in life. Uh, and your business is helping them do that. Number three, once you have served your team members that morning and yourself, the third most important uh, group of people are your client base, all right? You wanna treat your clients like family. Clients are the lifeblood of your business. And so we need to take really good care of them, fall back in love with your clients. Uh, And again, this becomes easy now because if you've been doing the work on your team, then and teaching your team to fall in love with the clients, then your team are probably doing a lot of this for you and your your clients are being served because your clients will, will get better quality service if your team get better quality service from you because they'll just pass it on. So make sure your clients are getting results. Make sure they're having a good experience. Make sure you're collecting survey data from them. Make sure you're putting on social events uh, at least once or twice a month. Um, check in with your clients or have somebody check in individually with every client at least once a month, whether it's an audio message on Facebook or a quick phone call on a Sunday afternoon. Make sure everyone gets a one-on-one touch once a month with you. Just a check-in of like, hey, Miranda, how's it going? I uh, just want to check everything's fine. What else can we do for you? How are your results? Let us know how you're enjoying the program. Simple as that. And the fact that you you do that enough to care is going to be very impressive to them. Fourth, after you, your family, and your team, and your clients, fourth is going to be your prospects or your wider market, your audience, right? It could be your, your, face, your free Facebook group members, your 
email list subscribers, your Instagram followers, your lists of people that have been former clients, people that have maybe done a trial with you and not converted long term, whatever it might be, this is your next priority. After you've served those those uh, three parties beforehand, now it comes to these guys. Put out content for them. Um, you know, you can find out the episode I made here of a three-part content strategy. Make sure you're inspiring them every day with, with case studies of your clients getting amazing results. Make sure you're educating them each week with an article or something that helps them realize why they're struggling and what to do differently. And third of all, engage with them and give them a chance to reach out to you via multiple means. You know, don't always have the same call to action of call us because some people might be too intimidated right now to get on the phone, but maybe half of those people would in fact send you a Facebook message or an Instagram DM or a text message. So, you know, make sure to engage with different call to actions. Like, hey, text us on this number or give us a call or DM us on Instagram or send us a Facebook message and you'll find a lot more inquiries will start coming through as people are more comfortable that way. Now it goes, we can go um, one step beyond that. And the, the, the fifth step I'll go into today then is serving your community, the wider community. And this is the fifth priority, right? And this will be reaching out and, and your business being like a beacon of light to your area. How can your business give even more value to its to the local area? And this is where you start doing things like uh, reaching out to, to joint venture partners, creating strategic alliances with other companies. Can you hook up with some hair salons and, and you know do a re- reciprocal deal with them where you promote them and they'll promote you? Uh, nutrition shops, supplement shops, sports equipment suppliers, karate schools, dance schools, normal schools, the NHS, uh, military, veterans, whoever it is you want to support. And have a think about that. Make these these contacts personal, okay? Don't just go and, you know, like, don't just take this and go, I've got to go and connect with the military personnel because Justin said so. No. I mean, I've got some, we've got some clients on our on our program, some fit pros who, who do mostly like men, male programs and they have an affinity to the military because they have a background in the military. They genuinely want to help, um, you know, former veterans and things like that. So they might give discounts to veterans to come to their program. You know, or they might do charity fundraisers to help, uh, you know, help for heroes, for example. I have other clients who maybe have an affinity towards the NHS and the work that doctors and nurses do. So they might give NHS discounts or do fundraisers for that, right? So think about what your message is. Maybe you want to help parents specifically or to help kids get more educated or, you know, think about what it is. And then look for charities you can help that also are in line with what you want to do. And then see how you can support them. Can you put a fundraiser workout on? Can you donate, uh, you know, 5% of all profits that month to the charity? Uh, And in return, they can help you by promoting you out to their donor lists, which are very high quality lists because it's people that have disposable income to give away. And also, these charities will have good connections with the media, usually, locally. You know, they'll, they'll be able to get media features printed, no problem, top of the pile. So, if you can get featured in one of their press releases, then you get to kind of piggyback off the connections they've built in the community. And that's it. That's the five things. It's you, your team, 
your clients, your prospects, and then finally your wider community. Now, this is a priority list, remember, so so bear in mind that, you know, like I said, if you get overwhelmed, you're not sure where to start, just think of this list as an order. And particularly if you're kind of just starting out, if you're not even profitable yet, then I would say only really focus on the top four, top three or four, right? So if you're not profitable in business yet, then you really wanna focus on yourself, get yourself right, develop yourself, because there's probably things you need to learn about business that you're not putting time into. You wanna put your time into into your team or, or systems if you don't have a team. You wanna put time into the clients you have, because they're your lifeline right now. And, you know, and then you wanna put time and, and energy into getting prospects every day and generating a pipeline of new prospects. So, focus on those four. Once you're profitable and things are kind of systemized and things are kind of smooth, then you can extend into the fifth pillar, which is the wider community. And this is really where it becomes about brand building, whereas the first four are about, are about immediate service and lead generation. The fifth pillar of community is where you kind of go advanced and you extend into local brand building. I mean, the, the, that stuff won't get you a surge of new clients and revenue immediately but if you build those relationships over time they'll create a lot of residual income that will trickle in for you that's what we talk about the short term versus the long term you'll see that each of these five pillars they they go in progression from the most immediate ones um, are about what serves the short and the long term uh, which is kind of like one and two you and your team um, kind of uh, and then three and four kind of talk about more the short to medium term of revenue and priority. And then the fifth one, the community, is more about the long term. So you can see how that progression outlines as you go through it. And that's why I think this works so well for me and all the other fit pros in our uh, mentoring program that apply this. So let me know how that works for you. And I know there's a lot of scope around that. It's a bit general, I know, but you just have to start somewhere and start um, building some priorities and habits and it'll start taking shape for you. And just by implementing what I just said in this podcast, life should seem a lot more manageable, easier and get you to profit a lot quicker simply from focusing on the right things. All right, so if you enjoyed that, all I ask is you share this on with another fitness professional that needs to hear it. Um, drop me a comment. Please leave a Google or iTunes podcast review. That would be awesome. And let me know your feedback. Let me know what else you want to learn. Let me know what other questions or challenges you have that I can answer for you in these audio drops. And as always, if you're in the UK and you want to come down to our free three-hour business marketing and management events for FitPros, where we give the most value and quality content uh, to FitPros in the entire UK for free with no strings and no sales pitches, then you want to go over to justindevonshire.com forward slash free tour and find out when our next event is and grab a seat. Okay, this is Justin Devonshire as always and the Fitness Business Blueprint podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate you and I will speak to you very soon.